0: I love that music. I hope one day when I die, I hear that playing as the Spirit Leaves My Body. (laughs) (laughs) Going to heaven.
1: Hey, what a day that'll be, eh?
0: Oh, man. Praise the Lord. What a day that'll be. Amen. Nothing to be afraid of with COVID 19. We all got to die sometime. From me to live is Christ, but to die is gain and support yes. on the man who wants to die and then the judgment the most important thing is we reign to meet Jesus because should the Lord Jesus tarry, we're all going to die one day but it's how we live are we going to live in fear or are we going to put the enemy into fear mode by reporting for duty and doing our jobs here and preaching the gospel and casting out devils laying hands on the sick that they recover yes that will be inside your safe zone you got to get into close contact and lay hands on the sick so they can recover. Praise the Lord. We're not going to be in fear over here of COVID-19 or the next one that comes. We're just going to fear the Lord and obey. Praise the Lord. Amen. Brother
1: Peter. Amen, 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 amen,
0: it's amen. It's an honor to be with you. we got Peter Whiffen on the line. <laughs> He's with us for the next hour from the Gold Coast. Peter, you want to open us up in prayer?
1: Okay, dear Father God, we love you and we praise you. And we thank you for everything that you're doing. We know that not even one sparrow drops to the ground unless you know about it. And we're more valuable than what they are. So for the sake of everyone, we ask you to come, be with us. Let us all receive our inheritance that Jesus died for. Let us receive the inheritance of the saints. Let all our eyes open. Let the darkness that is around in the world, specifically now, more than ever, come into the light. Let it go back on the heads of those that have planned it, if it is a plot. And let it be safe for us all once again in the world. In Jesus' name, amen.
0: I say amen to that. I touch and agree. Amen. Brother Peter. So I was thinking back to you. Yeah, go on. Sorry. It's an honor to be here with you. Take yeah. it away, my friend.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bless you, man. You know, um uh I was thinking today thinking today, you know, how how to stay encouraged at times like this when fear wants to rule. You know, um we we know that fear is not of God. But, but and we know that it, we shouldn't let it rule us but <clears throat> how do you stay how do you stay encouraged and refreshed um today and and always as as a as a believer as a as a Christian and um i thought i'd just share a little thing here that i saw um i saw something here in the uh the journey of joshua and um I wanted to share that because uh, I, I think it's really, uh, really good to know this, that um, Joshua, when he crossed the Jordan, uh, let's have a look here. i read it. Let's have a look here. And they, not on the other side of Jordan, by the way, where the sun goes down in the land of the Canaanites, which dwell in Champion against Gilgal, beside the plains of Moray. Now, that is, that's Deuteronomy 11.30. So what we, what we found here is that the first place that Joshua rested after getting across the Jordan, by the way, uh, the Jordan means, um, now we're going to go with the name meanings. Uh, a Jordan, Jordan's name means the descender so um, they crossed over the descender and they went over into the land of the Canaanites, which is the promised land. By the way, um, Canaan means low land. It's, it's the promised land is the land for the humble. So um, to be encouraged today is good to be humble, which uh, dwells in champion, which is means wilderness, against Gilgal beside the plains of Mora. Now, Gilgal is beside the plains of Mora. Mora means teaching. All this is very profound and interesting. When we find out that Gilgal means, its name meaning is really interesting. Its name means a wheel rolling or a stone rolling. Um. Could it be God is hinting Gilgal, um, a wheel rolling. Gilgal means a wheel rolling. So what, what would that, uh, point us to? Um, what, what would that be pointing us to? Could that be pointing us to the stone is rolled away? So we, um. So if that's if that's the stone that's rolling away, could it could it be that the encouragement um, is in the resurrection? That all of these things are not forever. That um, that Jesus was resurrected, and the, and the stone that they put a seal on and locked him in couldn't couldn't hold him, and it won't hold us. That Jesus is resurrected, and because he's resurrected, we will be too. And that we can suffer all things, a lot of things, but knowing the blessed hope of our resurrection. So that could be a place to be today um, when we're looking for strength, looking for uh, direction and a future, um, looking to see now, there's been a lot of talkers talking all about this sort of uh, being encouraged today. But I found that uh, Joshua always went back to Gilgal. He got refreshed in Gilgal. So I believe there's a message in that for us today to be, um, to be encouraged. Um, I had some people in the shop. I uh, had this uh, beautiful girl, a uh, Christian believer in the shop, and she was uh, shaking. Absolutely overtaken. Um, uh, Just about to burst into tears at any minute. And uh, she she had a gift and she'd seen some visions and they'd scared her. And um, I talked to her about this, that this is, everything is not forever. You know, Shannon said he's not scared to die. Um, Scripture says somewhere that that God has delight in the death of his saints because he meets them and we'll be together with him. So um, it took me about an hour to get this girl really settled down and um, I'm thinking that that's that's our job uh, in these times is to be a light in the dark and uh, to be... um, uh, to be able to know what the scriptures are saying what the truth is to to be an encouragement and um, that nothing in this world can harm us because we are not forever because we are not of the world we're in the world and not of the world as we know so the interesting thing about where they first went to Gilgal was it was in a place that means teaching. So um, this is uh, being humble and being taught and meditating on the fact that that we are all to be raised from the dead with Jesus Christ, our Savior. Um, I don't know um, if a lot of people realize that um, we actually are given... Um, when we're born again, we're actually given a personal um, connection to the cross. Uh, virtually, um, well, actually we are as good as crucified with Jesus, and because we're as good as crucified with Jesus, we're as good as raised with him. And I was thinking about how to explain this, and um. um it's like we could use the example of an apple, right? If we get an apple and we get a nail and, and we just find a tree and just nail that apple through the core to the tree, um, what have we really nailed to the tree? Um, we Yes, we've nailed an apple, but we've also nailed all the seeds inside that apple. You see where I'm getting at here? We, we've nailed crucified this apple and we've crucified the seeds inside the apple <clears throat> that apple can't produce can't produce unless it's buried can't produce any more apples the seeds are cut off so inside jesus was the seeds of his family his bloodline if you think of it like apple seeds all inside him was the potential Human line, a bloodline, a, a new species um, that he was was able to be bred, but he was cut off, as the scriptures say. He, he was cut off, as we know, but more than just him was cut off. a A bloodline was cut off. Uh, the Bible talks about him of course, as as the second Adam, right? So, as the second Adam, he was the second species of human beings. A, a completely different human being, yet related to the first human, which was um, Adam. But the Bible talks about Jesus being the second Adam, which we've talked about that before, different times. So, the hope of the resurrection comes in the fact that we are one of those seeds like inside that apple and everything that happens to that apple not actually happens to us because we're adopted into that seeds but it's technically and legally we're accounted as, as good as if it did happen to us. So we, we, we've we been, what I'm saying is is that the Um, What I want to get across, you know, many know, but it's for the ones that don't know, the wrath of God has already come upon us. It says that God was pleased to pour out his wrath on his son. So that wrath has already come upon us, us inside Jesus as the seed inside him, as if we were actually there being nailed to the cross we had the wrath of God that came on Jesus came on us too not actually but technically and legally and righteously that's what that's what counts so don't you know you've been crucified with Christ is another passage there that um, can be read uh, and I never thought about it for a long time don't you know you've been crucified with Christ? but when I started to look at the mechanics of what the cross is um, it's like wow so what comes with what comes with the technical legal right of a believer in the family of Jesus proven by the edition of one's name in the Lamb's Book of Life, which is I believe the family album of Jesus that says who's in his family comes the absolute same rights as Jesus had as payback for, for dying. Because the death of Jesus was um, not, not lawful, not correct and unrighteous the proof of that How do we know? Well, the proof of that is his resurrection. So the proof of the resurrection is that Jesus was resurrected and our proof is that we are accounted as one of his seeds and will be resurrected too. So how cool is that? Now, it all, all of course, comes came out of God so loved the world. We hear this scripture over and over again, but you can put your name in there. God so loved me that he sent his only son. Woo! God so loved me, he sent his only son. That that means that we have some sort of value, right? We have some sort of value now to to God. And the value to God is proven by the fact that God so loved me. So what we have then is is we have the proof that God Almighty loves God Almighty loves us. How? We don't really need any other proof than the fact that God sent Jesus because He loves us. So if that's the case that God loves us and proven by the fact that he sent Jesus, we should have no doubt that God loves us. So these three things remain, faith, hope, and love. The greatest of these is love, or the first one is love, so the scripture says. So if we firstly put our hope in the love of God, in the fact that God loves us, what's going to happen to the fear? That's my point here. The, the fear says perfect love casts out fear, right? Well, 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 how do we get this? How do we get the perfect love? We, we get the perfect love, I believe, following what the scripture teaches. That faith is the substance of things hoped for. So what are we hoping for? Hope, there's a lot of, lot of talk about hope, and the world tries to say hope is wishy-washy, but hope is actually vital to a life of a Christian because faith is made up of the substance of things hoped for. So here today, when we're, we may all be looking uh, for um. Encouragement. Uh, We may all be looking for the power over fear. We may all be looking for um, hope. So there's no greater hope than hoping in the love of the living God because these three things remain. So what we have is here a key. Here is time for soul-seeking for everyone. Here is a time for really um, putting into play the tools that, that our loving God, the Creator, has given us. And he, and one of those amazing tools, uh, I believe, is hope. If you have a think of it, if you have a think of it, um, the condition of a man... The worst condition of a man is hopelessness. So, so, so hope plays a real part. And and um, I thought about this, and I, in my life, and I, and I'd never really been lord of my hopes. Uh, I'd never really controlled my hopes, pondered what I was hoping for, thought about it too much. Yes, the world says goal setting. That's similar, but it's it's it, um, uh, biblically hopes should be fulfilled because hope deferred makes the heart sick and out of our heart comes the issues of life so the uh the passage is men's hearts failing them for what's coming on the earth but our our hearts cannot fail when we have our hope in the grounded truths of god's promises because it's through these greater many promises we partake in the divine nature. These are these are passages here. So what is the promise? God so loved the world, that's a description, that he sent his only son, that whoever believes in him will not die, will not perish. The Bible will have eternal life. Eternal life, what is that? Eternal life is knowing the creator, knowing the father, knowing Jesus, who is the creator. So we, we get to know him by him living inside us. But the, the hope of the love of God is that God has sent his spirit, as we know, to live with us. Now, who is the comforter? Yes, the comforter is God's spirit inside us. Would it be good to be looking for comfort today to, to God's spirit in us, the real comforter? See, there's a temptation to go everywhere else for comfort except to the one whose job it is, to the one the creator said would do it. Um, what? Why... We go to other comforters, it's, it's idolatry in, in various forms. Because really, wherever you're getting your comfort from, that's, that's the thing doing the comforting, what God Almighty is supposed to be doing. So, so we should be going to the Creator for our comfort. So we go to Him by loving Him, by believing in His promises. That's the way. Jesus on the way, the truth and the life, right? So that we go to him through the truth. And this is where, if we can receive a love of the truth, and then we can look up the promises that are um, for us as, as members of Jesus Christ's family. So what you have is, is, is you have these amazing promises that are um, have to be obtained. There's a necessary attainment of the promises, and um, Joshua was given the promised land, and he was told to go in there, and he had to possess the land. So here is a call today to come and possess that perfect love. Can can we possess that perfect love that is from above the kingdom of heaven can we possess the love of the living God the creator through the kingdom of heaven which has been promised to us go into all the world and preach the kingdom of heaven is at hand um, isn't it nice to be able to live this at a time like this and be a light at a time like this where we're not scared we might be wary and we might be sensible but we're not letting fear be lord we're not following fear see see we can do as we know you can do actions through fear a lot of a lot of people do actions from fear all the time but one could ask themselves Why am I doing this? What am I doing here? Am I letting fear rule? And am I doing actions because of fear? Or am I doing action because of wisdom and caution and all those things? But is fear ruling me or is the loving God leading me? Am I following the loving God? See, as at that perfect love, which has no place allowed for fear to be here. So realizing some of the promises, we can quote them. All of us know these promises, mostly. All the all believers that have believed for a while know all the promises. We hear them over and over. But, but are we following them? Are they, are they leading us? Or, is, or do we, we quote the promise and then we go running after fear or running after other things for comfort instead of going to the comforter? So uh, Gilgal, uh, they went to Gilgal and they um, went there at a place that's called teaching. So this is where the scripture says when the promises of God are given without understanding, the devil can take them. And this is where the devil can be stealing our promises away. Because we haven't got the understanding of the promises. What are the promises saying and what is our understanding? Faith is the substance of things hoped for. First place to go is to focus our hope. I believe that. Once we get our our hope focused, faith comes by hearing we've heard this scripture over and over what about we say this scripture like this and hearing the ability to hear ability to hear comes from god's promise one can ask have we got the ability to hear if we haven't the beautiful thing is in our business in this christianity business is that we can we can ask to be given the ability dear god please give me the ability to hear i receive a love of the truth now we know what we really believe by our actions and and we can't fool ourselves we will do the actions of our belief if we really believe that the almighty loves us and is watching over our every step we live that way we can look at ourselves am i really living that way it's okay if we're not we can pray dear god i give my steps to you in these times it's good to pray um god says if you if you cast your steps to me i'll guide them So we we do by invitation, the invite for the creator to help us in these ways. So we can pray if we're found lacking. But the first thing to do is to check and then walk in the land, the humble land, which is the land that contains all God's promises. The promises is the land flowing with milk and honey. I, I believe the milk is the love of God. I can see it from the scripture and we can see it in nature. Milk is love. So when we, when we walk in the humbleness of, of seeking honestly the truth, then we can experience the flow of the love of the living God. And, and when that flow of the loving living God comes, it casts out the fear. Then we don't need to be Bound and trapped by fear. Uh, remember, uh, Adam and Eve. They first thing they did was they hid, and they and God said, "Why?" And they said, "We feared." So this this spirit of fear was put into the first humans after eating the um, eating the apple or whatever the fruit, and and agreeing to know evil. Satan Satan's number one weapon there was fear. And it caused an action. Uh, The fear caused an action with Adam and Eve to hide from God. And I I believe that this is what's going on in the world today. It's causing an action where people are hiding from God. Instead of going to God, where Adam and Eve didn't understand the love of God, I I believe they didn't really understand it. They Tried to make their own coverings. They stayed away from God. But did God toast them when he found them? Did did he smash them? No. He covered them the right way with his plan of salvation. Example with the, with the skins of animals. You know, I was reading, um, I, I, I'd have to find it again, but I was reading there a passage that even the little birds... Pray to God. Yes, Jesus said that the, the God Almighty, the Creator, cons- considers the birds. He he loves them, and he loves them with a, with his love. And he loves us more than them. So, do we believe that? That's the point. Ah, we've got all sorts of information here giving fear. But we have information contrary in the Bible. We have information contrary in the scriptures showing the loving creator who made this planet. He made everything in it. He knows about this so-called disease. And he knows about every single person and every single heart and all their actions. And he knows if this is a, a plot and a scam. And, and we've been warned, forewarned, foretold in the Bible about things that are coming. To me, I would be encouraged. I, to me, you could be excited and, and be amazed to live at this time. You know, the hundreds of years or the or the last couple of thousand years, they never saw a time like this. There was times in their life. They never saw Jerusalem becoming back into being. They they never saw the, the gardens that are happening over there, all foretold in the scripture. It's a time when it's the end of the age. And um, are we to expect that the devil is going to sit back and twiddle his thumbs and let this time come through without a fight? (laughs) So we underestimate him. Bible says, scriptures say, that the God of this world is at work in all those that are disobedient. Well, how does he work in the disobedient? There's a question. How does he get himself working inside the people who, that are disobedience? So it's through the demons. His kingdom, his dark kingdom working inside the people of this world. And unfortunately, a lot of the people are in power in this world, are demonized. I believe it. They're drinking children's blood, traumatized children, eating their flesh, where the scripture said, do not eat or do not drink blood. Maybe it's because God already knew the addiction that it would have. So we see some photographs of some of these people with snake eyes. That that's the demons manifesting themselves. Yep. The the father, the devil of his seed, is a serpent seed, says that old serpent, the, the, the devil. Working inside the leaders. But we have we have an inheritance. They, they might have the spirit of wickedness in them, but we have the name of Jesus. Actually, we are the name of Jesus, if you think about it. Like, my children take my name, right? My children are my flesh and blood, right? Aren't we the body of Christ, his flesh, and the life we now live? We no longer live, but the life we live, the life we now live is Jesus' life living in us. So that means we are the blood because the life is in the blood. So God has put us here as a light, not to be cowering in fear, now, we know there's things on the horizon, forced vaccines, the mark. We can't take those things. But those that love their life will lose it. Are you going to take, take a vaccine if they find you? Oh, just take take it? Or are you going to take the mark if they, you can't buy or sell? It comes to that. Then we may be asked to live our faith. Now, now is the time to prepare. This this may only be birth pains. We are the blood of Jesus. In other words, we're the family of Jesus Christ with all the rights of inheritance see when we're one of those seeds on the cross we're accounted as crucified with jesus according to the scripture we're accounted then as due the payback the revenge of the cross yes once your obedience is full be ready to avenge or revenge all acts of disobedience About time we, all oh, like I, I believe there's a lot of good prayers out there, man. And we all should, should be praying our hearts out at the moment. Asking for the darkness to come in the light. For the, spirits of, for the spirits of wickedness in high places to be bound. For judgment to come on them. Yes. Let the judgments of the living God come on the ones causing this. Let the evil, wicked spirits of Satan be burned and judged. We have the ability and a chance to pray like that. So these are the things I was thinking about, you know, because of our ability as Christians, we should be encouraged. Um, how can we lose is a good question. How can anyone lose being in Jesus Christ? We we can't lose because those that lose their life for his sake gain it. Nothing in this world can take away from us our inheritance in the saints. Are we taking communion? Are we asking God to set up a table in the present of this enemy? Are we calling into play our inheritance? And these are all things that we can proactively do. And we know, a lot lot of us know we can do these things. But it's good to just um, consider them and ponder them. And uh, instead of um, cowering in fear. looking at what's going on in the world and fearing, oh, there's no food on the shelves at the shops. So what? God Almighty supplies our needs according to his riches in glory. Amen? A little testimony there. I I put my name down with uh, Australian Harvest, Oz Harvest, which is a charity food organization a year ago. And it's only two weeks ago I got um, approved. So you know, today we got eight, eight uh, baskets of food for free from uh, the shopping centre. Praise God! Now, yeah, amazing, eh? <laughs> now, did I hoard it? No, I put it out the front of the shop, free. Everyone take it. Whoever wants it, it's free so we can still share, still be kind, still walk in love during these times. We A, a, a fear hoarding mentality would keep it, you know. And um, we can only eat one meal at, at a time. And um, so all the different people are coming in the shop right now and they're taking it. And I'm not saying one piece each or or rationing it. It's, you know, here, here's a bag. Take what you want. Let, let's be walking in the kingdom, you know. Let, let's. Worst comes to worst, you know, we can have the 12 loaves and fishes back. A God is not going to let us down. I believe he's not going to let us down. He's yeah. never let us down. His whole plan is for us, man whole plan is for us. He's never letting us down. And now is the time to prove you love God. Prove you love him. Be a light. Prove to the world you love him. Yeah, they're going to hate you for it. <laughs> but it's rubbing it in their nose. I, I, um, I was concerned about the shop here um, having to close down. And um, I don't want to be stupid. I, I, I want to be wise. And um, all the volunteers—you know, the, the, some of the volunteers that I loved and helped and along the way and um, for, the, for the last three years—ran. They're gone. <laughs> they quit. Now I wouldn't like that report. Yeah. Okay, we still love them, still love them, still love them and everything else, but um, what, what about a report of standing up when it's time to be counted? Amen. What, what, amen? What, what about a report of, like, Joshua and, and uh, Caleb, you know, they came back, eh, there's giants in the land, you know, and there was. They were real giants, and it was a real problem. But it was called an evil report according to God's ways. Uh, it, it was called an evil report, but it was the truth. There was giants there. <laughs> uh, scary ones. Or well, Like, how would you like to be a grasshopper? So, but the real report, see, they forgot the real report. And this is what we got to be careful, I believe. We don't have to, but it's nice if we're considering the fact that we could bring an evil report to ourselves and our families instead of the promises of god man Joshua and Caleb all they did was quoted the promise of god said we could have this land we're getting it we don't care who's in there we we really the the, the creator of the universe is far bigger than these giants and and The creator of the universe is far bigger than any disease, any flu, any sickness. We are to heal the sick, raise the dead even. You know, Jesus has the keys to death and and he's given them to us as his body to, to execute on the earth the will of God, the kingdom of heaven. You know. Anyone gets the sniffles, pray for them. Lay hands on them, pray for them. And um, I, I actually don't wear a mask for the simple reason, not not that I want to be arrogant, but the, the reason I don't wear a mask at all in the shop is I don't want to give a message. If someone sees me with that mask on, they're, they're looking at fear in the face. So we'd be wise, you know, one of the brothers came around today and he fumigated the whole shop, you know (laughs) with collodial silver, he made this sprayer oh that's good stuff actually (laughs) yeah yeah man, that you can't buy these sprayers, they're in the hospitals but you can't buy them and they spray uh, collodial silver and some other thing, oxygen peroxide or something, anyway um, he made his own and he wanted to test it today so he came and sprayed the whole shop
0: <laughs>
1: yeah. he was even, even spraying people walking in the shop
0: <laughs> that stuff's good and now, God created it, the silver and gold are his yeah yes
1: and uh, you know it reminded me of that uh, Israel ate the gold uh, Moses, Moses ground the gold from the golden calf man up into dust and they ate it and and there's got to be a reason why that happened, but I don't know for sure on that one. So, um, but see, that's a brother doing wisdom. You know, he's not being led by fear. He, he's he's being led by wisdom there. And um, we 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 need to be discerning and dividing of spirit here, and be sure we're not following fear. Because if we're following fear, we're lost. Not lost, lost, but we're lost in our purpose. Um, get an evil report going. No. No. Now's time for a for a good report. And you know, the ones that had the evil report, as we know, never entered the promised land. <laughs> they got excluded. So if we want the promises of God, let's be careful of the report we're giving. Let's let's be careful we don't give an evil report amen amen amen
0: brother that's the truth because when they sowed that evil report instead of obeying the Lord and taking the mountain people cowered in fear it was infectious next thing you know the Israelites disobeyed the Lord and when they came to their senses they realized they had angered God then they decided to do it presumptuously and God wasn't with them and they got beaten and because of disobeying the Lord, they paid a horrible price. Over a million died in the desert. They had to go around the block for 40 years. Amen. Yeah, and, and and we don't want that happening. That's
1: there as an example, isn't it, Shannon? As an Brother, example to us.
0: You know, the Word of God says, If uh, there be any among you who are sick, call for the elders of the church. They shall anoint you with oil, and their prayer of shall heal the sick, and if they have any sin, it shall be forgiven them. With these quarantine, people aren't doing that. People are afraid to lay hands on others. That's that's the devil. Yeah, man. Yeah. Rodney Brown, on the other hand, he showed up for service. And you know what they had? The attorney for him said, hey, they had hand sanitizer at the back. They tried to space people as good as they could. And they had medical-grade filters in the auditorium. State of the art to filter the air. And you know what? They had faith. Yeah. If somebody said, cool. Come on up, let's anoint you with all and let's command this COVID nineteen to die in the name of Jesus. Hmm. But people don't have faith, Peter. I asked the question Is the no. blood of Jesus able to defeat COVID nineteen? Hmm. And most people don't believe it is. It's a
1: no contest. I believe it's Absolutely. a no contest because because the blood of Jesus has been beaten with the wrath of God already. There's no more room for wrath on the blood of Jesus. It's, it's been that's why His stripes heal us because the beating right on Jesus was illegal, and we were inside Him as He sits being beaten we've been beaten as good as not actually but technically and legally we have and that's good enough for God Almighty who can do anything he wants to do but he he sets his own pace to do it all righteously which I believe is the right thing he does everything the right thing the right way yeah right standing but it's the right thing so look at the world at the moment a curse without a cause will not land Right? I, I got that thought a curse without a cause a, how many people had abortions out there unconfessed unconfessed mm. if, if we go to a promise that God said to Noah man I, I can look this up it's in Genesis chapter 9 Genesis nine, man, and this is a, this is a very, 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 very scary promise. And and if I believe if if people knew this promise before they had an abortion, they never would have one. Um, Genesis nine verse five, and surely the blood of your lives I'll require it. At the hand of every beast I'll require it. That means animals are subject to this judgment. And at the hand of man, and at the hand of every man's brother, I will require the life of man. Whosoever sheds man blood, by man shall his blood be shed. That's a death sentence. For in the image of God he made man. Yeah. So we can say this. Whosoever has an abortion... By man, he will be killed. So man looks like he's invented this virus. You know, it may be not what they're saying it is, but but if it is, it's gonna, I believe, seek out those that have the curse on them. Now, this doesn't include the ladies. Well, only it includes the husbands of the ladies, the family members that encouraged it, and friends that encouraged it, and the doctors and nurses and everyone else who went along with it. That's right. Mm-hmm. And when you think about it, you if you kill one person, you not only – we look at the doctrine of the seed. If you kill one person, one baby, you killed the bloodline of that baby, the seed line. How many? You can't count them. Potentially. You're not just aborting one baby. You're aborting uncountable numbers of people that could be born from that baby. Yeah. So these judgments, um, I believe they're the, the sentence. The sentence from this is iniquity. You know, we got... Transgression, sin, iniquity. Well iniquity is like the parking ticket, I believe. And and it can pass. The Bible has a doctrine that iniquity passes. Jesus took our iniquities. They passed to him. So the doctrine of iniquities can transfer is there. And and this is what um this is what uh the occult users to to put spells on people transferring the certificate of iniquity to them so th- so this iniquity of being guilty for killing innumerable numbers of people by an abortion is sitting out there waiting to be fulfilled and it will be fulfilled how, how do i know like how do i get the un- understanding or the idea that This iniquity from just talking about abortions, let alone wars and everything else, just talking about that, how do I know the iniquity will be fulfilled? Because God laid it on Jesus. It can't be wished away. It can't be prayed away in that sense. It can be put over to Jesus who had to pay for it. How did he pay for all the millions and billions of millions of babies—not billions, but millions of babies—killed by the millions and millions and millions of children that he could have had? Pays for it all and more because of the promise of children to the sand of the sea. We have to remember. It's good to remember that Jesus was the promise of Abraham. The promise was to one seed. And that promise got illegally crucified. So that promise must be restored. Yeah. It's big. This this whole um, crucifixion, salvation through through Jesus is huge. It's a huge coup. It's a, a amazing and and deep, deep, deeper me I'm, I just got an idea of the scratch of the scratch on it, but it's I believe it is so deep. One day when we know about how deep this is, we're going to look at each other and, and go, why did we fear? So we have here the second species of human beings, the, the, the promise of Abraham yeah and we can look all through Abraham's way he conducted himself and and where he was told about the promise and everything but it came to pass and it came to pass over history with many proofs prophecies where God went out of his way the creator to prove it's true it's true it's true it's true so we're asked as saints The family of God to believe in our loving Father, and not to believe in fear. Amen. 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 Amen.
0: Amen. So this is my brother.
1: Amen. Amen, Shannon. You know, I I I feel for the ones that are fearing, but this is the way out, I believe, to to get back to to the
0: resurrection. Praise God. Amen. Brother uh, Peter Whiffen is our speaker tonight, or today wherever you're at, if you're just joining us. Brother Peter, uh, before you close in prayer, give out your contact information. How do people contact you in your ministry and find you on the web, your website?
1: Okay. Um, you can uh, contact me on Facebook. Just my name, Peter Whiffen, um, at Facebook. There's only 37 Whiffens in the phone book, I think. In, in Australia, something like that. So it's just not many. And um, I've got a web uh, where I've got a download. Deliverances at the table. It's a really good little download. Um, it it shows the significance of the communion, which the communion is centred around the crucifixion, and um, it shows why God sets a table up in the presence of our enemy in Psalm twenty three. And we need that table today in the presence of this enemy. We need our inheritance. And when we eat and drink the communion, we're saying with our action, just like Adam did, eating from the tree, that we are eating from the promises of God in Jesus Christ, in his blood and his body. So by eating, we're we're doing this signing of approval, like it's like, Like, you don't eat any food you think is going to kill you, normally. You don't eat that. And um, you don't take into your body stuff you believe is not going to be good for you. So we take this in um, in a significant action uh, together mixed with our belief that it's good for us and that we are receiving something. And then by faith, we're receiving our inheritance, which is all things pertaining to Life, godliness, everything, everything. How, how how does one think heaven is paid for? We, we want to go to heaven, but how is it paid for? How can God righteously look after us forever with his perfect love, right? And we don't even have to earn it because it's been earned on the cross is the answer. The cross pays for heaven. And what we're doing is in the communion is His Kingdom's coming? Bit of heaven on earth. So anyway, I got a booklet there. Um, deliverances at the table. It's everything's free on my website, which is called HisKingdomsTable.com. HisKingdomsTable.com. And there's a lot of things explained in that uh, booklet. That guys show me about different things, and um, we we use a lot of these things practically, and um, it's amazing. So uh, uh, that's there. Um, And um, I have Skype, uh, value, V-A-L-U, triple seven Skype, the word Skype. Value, triple seven Skype. That's my Skype. And um, happy to pray for anyone who wants to. Uh, When I was seeking God, I I made a commitment to him to pray for people. And um, I have been praying for people that have rung up. And um, another thing that another thing that comes to mind is is that um, we must be careful of these evil reports. Um, be be careful about speaking out against other brothers and sisters, even if they might be you feel wrong. Um, but let's let's all try in this time to to stay away from all of that. And uh, rightly, rightly di- divide the word of God, and and walk with our buttering our steps in love, and God will pour out His oil on us. That's another scripture there. So anyway, Praise I, I hope hope today is, jing uh, for for all of us out there. Praise the Lord.
0: Praise the Lord, brother Peter. Thank you for coming on today. Next week, same time. Yeah,
1: yeah, I'm I'm here, man. We'll Long see as, you then. Yep, rain, hail, or virus, I'm here.
0: Praise <laughs> the Lord. We love you, brother. Good word tonight. Thank <laughs> love you, you too. for coming
1: on. Yeah, we love you. Love you all, and um, you know it's it's. It, we're never going to learn these lessons in uh, heaven. These are the things we're getting a badge. You know, you can get a badge of a badge of, um, like a. Uh, qualification badge here, because these things don't happen in heaven. Amen. So, isn't it nice to to go the other way from the world and get your badge, you know, in place for later? That's <laughs> well, I look at it.
0: Good point, you brother. Know. Absolutely, folks. Yeah, man. Learn the lesson now.
1: Don't take. <laughs> yeah, so don't take any marks. You know, we. 'll they'll, they'll maybe say, "Oh it's just a mark to show you've been inoculated or whatever but but really with what's at stake it's it's really not worth marking your body allowing your body to be marked in any way shape or form in in these times because because it says he causes as we know all to take the mark, but it doesn't say how he causes them everyone to take it and if we know the devil, he's subtle, he's tricky. Oh, just get this mark will tell you're inoculated. Oh, now we're gonna turn that into you can't buy and sell unless you've been inoculated. You know? So we can be sucked in, man. We can be sucked in and the the point is being marked. So so we could be wrong, but I'd rather be in error and be wrong myself. Amen. Than be marked Hey, yeah, be marked and find out I was really wrong.
0: No mark for me marked. and my family. To hell with the devil. Wrath is of God.
1: To hell with that. the The wrath of God abides on everyone who's marked, and and the Creator knows why He said that. He knows the reason that that is there, and we don't know. So there's got to be some. There there will be. Knowing what I learned from the Word of God about our Creator. He does nothing for nothing, and he and he's done this very explicitly. Don't get marked. There's something else is going to happen. They they might alter our DNA with the with the um, inoculation, and 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 that's most likely on the cards because Satan wants to make his own creation. He's back to his old tricks. What he did before the flood, he can't be God. Comfortably looking at the image of God. So he, he's got to change the image of God somehow into his image. So he may do this through, well, the only way he can do it really is through DNA manipulation and make his own creation out of the creation that's already there. This is how the mermaids and all of that were made. So don't just think it lightly oh, I'm taking an inoculation. They've got technology now, I think it's called cutting. You can cut DNA and splice DNA. So that could be the reason that people are lost when they've taken the mark. It could be. I'm only I'm only just thinking about it and trying to think it through now. Let's all think it through. Think, think, think. You know, think and think about all this because it's it's life and death now.
0: Well it's to choose. Once and for all, for eternity, you chose to go with Satan instead of stand for the Lord and lose your neck, folks, or go to jail. Let them take the yeah. head. Put me in jail. Not afraid of that.
1: Take my house and car. You know, it's it's like I'm over it.
0: For me to live this I'm, I'm not going to spend diamond.
1: eternity lost because I want a me house and car. <laughs>
0: Hell no hell no that,
1: that's that's selling your birthright for a bowl of porridge remember the lesson of Esau you know l- remember that lesson
0: wow that's what it hey. is that's what it is brother I've never heard anybody make that link um, and you're right on selling our birthright for a bowl of porridge we're out of time yeah, man. more where that comes from oh. next week brother Peter we love you <laughs> God bless you, brother. Yeah, praise
1: the Lord. Oh, keep safe, everyone. And uh, it's a storm. Let's just write. Let it let it pass over.
0: Amen to that. Amen. Stay in the boat with Jesus. Amen. Amen. See you next time. <laughs> <laughs> See you later, <laughs> friends. That was Peter Whiffin. poor, dot com. Get over there and read his great article on the Lord's Supper, his judgment at the Lord's table for all these demons. Thank you for tuning in. Hey, great turnout at the wee hours of the morning. God bless all of you out there. The faithful, the few. We'll see you next time on Mega Man Radio, which will be uh, tonight, 7 p.m. Eastern, God willing. We'll be back. Great broadcast up ahead tonight. Carla Butod was going to be with us last night, but she's in a state where She's not able to travel and get to her internet connection and her mom's. So she will be on with us again uh, when that travel ban lifts. Looking forward to having her on. Folks, see you all later. If you want to contact me, OmegaManRadio.com. Have a great night.